0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Times Lakers show. We are on the road and BT, we're not even in the same time zone as each other. You are in New York City. I am in Houston, Texas. Uh, We are in our hotel rooms and we're going to talk Lakers and Clippers today because you are uh, pinch hitting for Andrew Graff a little bit on this road trip. How's it going? Well, I'm in New York City, so you know how it's going. Good. Well, I was just in Miami. I was in Orlando. Mm. Um, this has been I, I think um do, can we indulge the people in a little bit of road talk for a minute? It is one of those things, BT. I, I had a conversation with Lakers rookie Jalen Hood Shafino the other day about NBA travel because he's not playing right now, but he's with the team and he's never really done it before. This is like his first road trip. Mm-hmm. And I told him I remember the best piece of advice I ever got on the road was always take a picture of your room number when you check in, in case you get too drunk or you can't remember what floor you're on. Um, This is a very common problem. (laughs) And on this trip, I feel like all my room numbers have been some combination of the same three digits, just completely jumbled. I have no idea where I am. What day of the week is today? Is today when? I I don't know.
1: That is so true. Because over the years of having done this, I have gone to a hotel room on the seventh floor Try to open the door and realize that was the previous city, but I am now on the tenth floor. And people have come out and they gave me some really strange looks.
0: I would imagine. And
1: and I only apologized and said that I thought this was my room.
0: Obviously (laughs) it is not. I know. It is there's no worse feeling than getting up to the room and like being ready to like just like plop down on a bed and then realize that you have to go back to the front desk. Yeah. <laughs> for some piece of information, it is a horrible feeling. Uh, I do it all the time or like the key doesn't work or something. Like that. Anyways, these, these are pointless. This has been a nice trip for me, despite it not being a great trip for the Lakers. Owen two on the road to start this trip. Some interesting things along the way. I think um, one of their biggest problems, no rebounding uh, was a huge factor in Orlando one of their other problems, turnovers, um, was an issue in Miami. Oh, can- Dan! damn. hold on a second. Is that the Lakers or the Clippers? I know it's something in the that's water. That's the same thing
1: that's going on with that team. Ty Lue was not happy about that last. It
0: game. is like fumes from the LA River that must have permeated. But that's got to be it. BT, I, let's let's start with the Lakers a little bit, um, and let's talk about rebounding. I, I caught mm. some pushback on Twitter for a question I asked Darvin Ham after the game in Orlando, where I was basically like, can you scheme rebounding? Is there anything you can do? And he was like, no, it's not. There's nothing. And and while I think you can do some things like in terms of how you run or whether you play more man or zone or even you change your substitution patterns, per Darvin, basically the rebound is to go and get the damn ball. That was the direct quote.
1: Well, yes. But number one, I think he was referring to was, you have to box out your man. You have to put a body on someone. And when he said that, and LeBron had a little pushback on that comment saying that you can still body someone up and they can still get the rebound. I spoke with Robert Ory about that. Okay. And his thought was... Wait, you mean, hold on,
0: BT, to stop you for a second. You mean the guy who stood around the three-point line, not the guy who got the rebound?
1: Well, that guy. But he has the three for them to win game four against the Sacramento Kings. But never mind, I'm not giving Robin any credit for that. But he agreed more with Darvin Ham that you have to put a body on someone. Even if you're, say, six, three, six, four Austin Reeves, and you'd find a out, let's just say Nikola Jokic, you still have to put a body on someone and keep them off the glass. You yeah. can't just say because you're too small or you're a guard trying to block out a sinner. You can't box out. You learn that in high school. That has to be done. Otherwise, some of those loose rebounds that are inside the key—that's when you come back inside to get those rebounds. That has to be. That has to be fundamental number one. So,
0: so let's hear. Let's break this down a little bit because I tend to agree with you. I, I think it's mostly effort and energy. I think yes. that's largely what it is, right? Um, I mean, obviously, size, athleticism, smarts, IQ plays a big part of it. Seeing a shot, knowing where the ball is going to go being able to read um, where the rebound is going to f- fall huge skill for like the elite of the elite rebounds. But we're not talking about that. We're just talking about guys that can just go get the basketball. And I think it's a little disconcerting that like a week, two weeks into this season, um, almost three weeks into the season, we're having conversations about effort and we're having conversations about energy, uh, particularly in a Western conference that, I don't know, BT. I think everybody should be playing their butts off right now. They should want to start hot. It is going to be tight. I, I have seen no information, maybe outside of the Memphis Grizzlies, struggling out of the gates, to suggest the Western Conference is going to be easy. There is a a, a glut of contenders outside, of behind Denver. Positioning is going to matter. I mean, the Lakers haven't won yet on the road. Home court would matter, presumably. Mm-hmm. Why is this team not getting rebounds? Like, why are they not selling out for rebounds? And I think I saw more of that against Miami and, 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 and that's promising. I think maybe the answer is simple and it's just like, they're going to get two or three good players back here pretty soon. Yes, And those guys will help in this. In, in this and, they're, and they're bigger bodies and they're bigger guys, but it, it is a, um, it is an issue. I, I, I think it's their second biggest issue right now. I think the biggest issue has been how crummy they've been in the first quarter. You can't fall down by 10 to everybody in the first quarter. Um, Even though a 10 point lead in the NBA doesn't mean much. I feel like, you know, the way this team has shot the ball, um, they're not built for comebacks per se. (laughs) Like they're not going to get like, like super hot and make a ton of threes. Um, You said, this is the same things the Clippers are going on or have going on with them. Um, How are they going to address it? Um, James Harden is not going to help them rebound a lot.
1: He's not, but Clippers, of course, Tyronn Lue believes that James Harden and Russell Westbrook are pretty good defenders at their position, and they are. Zubac is a good rebounder. So is Kawhi, and so is Paul George. But they don't have that, let's just say, no one has a Dennis Rodney. Let's just forget that. But they're starting really two point guards and James Harden and Russell Westbrook and two wing players and Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. Essentially, those guys don't think, first thought is, we play great defense, I'm on the wing, let me go back and get a rebound. That's just not the way wing guys are wired. They will get rebounds. But New York is a physical team. Yep. And we know one thing about Julius Randle, not only would he run you over, he will bash you
0: over, but he will go to the boards. At, these teams have big-picture mindsets. All of these teams have big-picture mindsets. I think we're going to have to see a li- I don't want to say sense of urgency. There's 70-plus games left. you know. Um, but – and I think you saw it a little bit for the Lakers in Miami, just to tick up in intensity. And, and now, look, they lost that game. Oh, they had a bunch of chances to win it. Their shooting is a problem. They missed a ton of open shots. Um, BT, one other thing that happened in that game is we saw the first um, sort of Anthony Davis grimaces of the year. The first kind of like... you know, As you guys were
1: going through that, we were following you on Twitter. And if you're in New York City and you know anything about the New York media, all they kept saying was, Hey, BT, there goes your boy AD. He goes down again. There goes AD. He's injured again because that's the New York way of doing things, which had me thinking, damn, there goes AD. The
0: poor young man is injured again. Yeah. How long will he be out this time? We're going to come right back. We're going to talk a little bit about Anthony Davis. I want to really dig in, though, BT, on star dynamics. We've made it work. Two superstars in our field. We have figured out a way to play together to work together despite my oversized ego and your spasmed up back um subscribe hit that like button comment for sure and then uh we'll be right back with the times Lakers show We are back to stars in our field. I'm going to keep saying it. I'm going to manifest this into fact, Broderick. Um, you're in New York City. I'm in Houston, Texas. Um, want to trade? Uh, anyways. Nope. I'm going to guess no. Um, okay, so I want to talk about the Clippers and the Lakers. Um, the Lakers have what I think is a, I don't call it a good problem. It's not really a problem. Their stars fit together. Um, If they are healthy, LeBron James, Anthony Davis, um, I mean, if you even want to throw the version of Austin Reeves or D'Angelo Russell, whoever that third guy is, they work together in in a way that makes a lot of sense. There's not a lot of duplicity. Um, They are able to play their own games within one another, and they are classic sort of pairings, right? Guard, wing, big. This is not what the Clippers are doing, and I think it's fascinating they are in talent acquisition mode based on, in part, because James Harden was a distressed asset. They couldn't go all in for the type of player perhaps that would best fit what they have or what they need. You saw it, night one, the box score wasn't pretty. How did it work? Well, the first thing I thought to myself was James
1: is damn good. Yep, And to watch him play in person specifically to keep an eye on him, I was very impressed, especially considering he hasn't played since May the 14th in an NBA game. Yeah, and Who who knows what he was doing when he was down in Houston away from the 76ers? Well, I can guess. I have some uh,
0: guess. Uh, you know,
1: what you'll be doing tonight yourself, I'm sure. How dare you? But there was a way they seemed to make it work with Russell and with James. Quite often, when James came out, he came back and went to second Unit. Yep. So he was a primary ball handler. Having Kawhi shoot threes from the corner, which he's great at doing, and he can make it, but that's not your strength. I mean, in a sense, no. when they signed Kawhi Leonard training for Paul George, they were trading for two of the best two-way wing players in the
0: league. How would you make that work from the very beginning? Yeah, that was right? to say, this was the issue with Paul George and Kawhi Leonard four years ago. Right? It was like, can these two guys who have similar games yes. figure it out? Well they could um, they're probably just they, both staying healthy. Yeah, I mean, th- I mean I mean it's I mean look, I think yes, like to a certain degree, but the, there isn't like overwhelming proof of concept that those two as a duo that they play off of each other in such a way right where they have completely fit. I think they've done a good job.
1: Well, how about this? What we saw when they played the Lakers and that first quarter, Kawhi had what 14 points, 16 in the first quarter. He was unreal. And then in the second half, it was all Paul George.
0: Defense adjusted to Kawhi Leonard. Paul George got going. And you thought, oh boy, this is going to be too much for the Lakers to deal with. They worked off of each other a little bit too. I think I think worst case scenario in this for the, for the Clippers is that this devolves into sort of just like, all right, James, here are your two minutes. Go do your thing. Okay, now Kawhi, now it's your two minutes. Right. Go do your thing. Paul George, go do your thing. Because you're going to have great players just standing around. And I think the, the challenge will be is, can they figure out a way to have these players screening for each other, to have cutting, to have not just guys standing in the perimeter watching isolation basketball? By the way, James Harden, maestro at isolation basketball. He is terrific at it. It has also resulted in no NBA championships. And when you trade for James Harden, I mean, like, look, they may not win the title. Like, who knows? A ton can happen. But, like, when you make this kind of a deal and you invest what they've invested, what they're paying in the luxury tax, all of that stuff, all of that Microsoft Xbox money that's flying out of Steve Ballmer's pockets, um, you're doing it because you want to be in, like, the inner circle of contenders. And, and I think talent-wise, I think they are. Let's not forget, the one thing Tyron Lue
1: reminded everyone of, it was one game. One game. The very first game. Sure. And, and in the case of the Lakers, they played what? eight games so far? What are they, three and five? I think, Something like that. And, you know, and the Clippers have not played more than 10 games either. So we're still early. But as you said before, you don't want really to get too far behind. A lot the Phoenix Suns are going through their injury problems with Devin Booker, Bradley Bill. So they're falling behind. They're uh, a team we all say is a contender. For but sure. if they are... Below 500 at the All Star break. And now you're trying to run out this team that needs to win games to get into the top six. And you play these heavy minutes. You plan exceptionally hard. You plan playoff that basketball in the regular season. Then you tend to suffer more injuries. You tend to wear yourself out. So you don't want really to get too far behind.
0: So I got two names that I thought about just as a time. So as I still have. Some of the Miami sun on me and had a nice time. I, I can see the team. Had a nice time. You need, if you're going to have three stars, you need a Chris Bosh. You need a Kevin Love. You need someone who is willing to defer, really, ultimately, um, and have that sort of be your role. And because I think it is hard to kind of just go with the hot hand, go with the guy who's got it going. There is a tendency to do that. I think Russell Westbrook has shown, basically since his three years in L.A., that he's willing to some extent to to play more complimentary style of basketball. Now, he's limited in in his skills and how he's able to do so, but like I think he's shown an effort to try, and I think he's done it with the Clippers. Of James Harden, Kawhi Leonard, and Paul George, all three of those guys are healthy and available. Who's the Bosch? Who's the Kevin Love? Well, and talking
1: to Andrew... Right? our esteemed colleague. Yes. He's the Kyrie Irving. When, when I told Andrew that in the period that Paul George was the one who was less aggressive, his response was, Paul has a tendency to do that. And my response to that was, I think Paul George is the second best player on the team, which is, makes it very equally close to Kawhi Leonard. He can't. Kawhi Leonard and Paul George can't be the guys that take a backseat to anyone. They have to be one and one eight every single night.
0: I am a little panicked because producer Mark has been combing the Internet for spicy basketball takes. And after this break, he is going to hit them with us via distance, long range, hot take firing at us uh, by coastal. Actually, we've really got the the, the country covered. Um, he's going to hit those with us, and, and, and we're going to react. So uh, we'll be right back with some more Times Lakers show. Welcome back, everybody. Times Lakers show. I'm Dan Wake in Houston, Texas. yee Brad Turner is in New York. I'm walking here, forget about it. Do you do a New Yorker accent? You got a Sopranos or whatever?
1: Uh, no, I just drink some good wine in New York City, of course.
0: Oh, trick the one. Um, <laughs> Anyways, BT, Um. producer Mark has been on the internet, in the darkest corners of the internet. Not quite the dark web, but like the dark NBA web. And um, Reddit, that's just mostly Reddit. And he is finding us. Some basketball takes, and we're going to react. So, Mark, what do you got first? Take the first shot. First first hot take I have come across is um, AD will not make it through the end of the year. I mean, that's not that hot of a take.
1: No, it's not that hot of a take. But I know what you mean, producer
0: Bob Potts. Uh, uh, he will. Okay, so I talked to AD both in his scrum, and we, um, we had a nice little chit-chat afterwards. Uh, he wants to play. He wants to be on the court a lot. He's not concerned about the severity of this tip injury. Um, me watching him go back out there three times and, like, not really be able to, to, to do it was sort of like, all right, like, maybe we need to take a step back. But guess what? I'm not a doctor. I'm not a trainer. I trust – I know, breaking news. I trust his relationship with his trainer. NBA players, particularly NBA players like Anthony Davis, right? Like, he has his own trainer. He has the guy who is tasked with making sure that his body is in the best possible condition. Um, Word was out of the summer that, that AD um, worked really really hard to be in great shape. And by the way, he has played like gangbusters through the start of the season. Um, Been playing high minutes has been productive. He kind of shot down the notion that maybe that's why he got hurt. Um, I think he's been in good shape. I, I, Trust him when he says he knows his body. It's good for hot takes. That's a good one. Potts, what do you got? Number two. The number two hot take is that the Clippers will not make it work with James Harden. Booked after game one. Blown out. <laughs> yeah, one game. It's, they got
1: some somebody more than a team. They can't make it work with they can't.
0: Oh, yeah. They don't have any centers, BT. What are they going to do? Yeah. Look, let me tell you that's
1: hot takers. Dude is good, man. He is smooth. He is talented. His offensive skills are amazing to watch. His dribbling skills, his ability to get foul shooting threes. He had six assists last night. Again, he had not played in the NBA game since May the 14th. And he played 31 plus minutes. He was a little tired. But, man, the, the dude
0: can ball. He's a baller. He's a basketball player. So he, he is definitely like one of those guys that like, I mean, he doesn't need to be like in the lab all the time. Like he can have, he's a great liver of life. It seems like from afar, someone who has tremendous work-life balance. And when it comes to balancing his, his, his joys, the things that he values deeply, um, I'm, I'm a little, I'd say I'm a smidge skeptical, just because, when whenever we have seen this kind of have the ball in your hand talent amassed, it something has gone wrong. But then, we've never seen four superstar players at this caliber on the same team. I'm going to be disrespectful to Russell Westbrook at this point, and I'm going to say that I believe that he will take a step backwards and he will play less of a role. And, and I want to focus on these first three. I will say the one piece of evidence we do have was that while healthy in Brooklyn Kevin Durant Kyrie Irving James Harden were fantastic and a bunch of wild stuff happened from injuries to Amazon documentaries that aren't documentaries that blew all of that up right so I think you 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 trust the talent and you trust the smarts I when I watched the Clippers BT and I watched some of the highlights of the Knicks game just I mean in those three guys, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, and James Harden. You have insanely difficult shot takers and makers. Like, you can play incredible defense on any one of those guys, and they will hit a back-breaking shot. Kawhi in the mid-range, Paul George from three, James Harden, you know, stepping back, whatever it is. I just want to see them make one another better. And I, and, and that'll be the challenge. It'll probably be the difference whether or not they can get to title – Title land or not, we'll be like, can they find ways to bring the best out of one another, or are they three great individual players who just make it really hard on you every night? And then for me, one last thing is, Clippers Course, Taiwan Lu will make it work
1: because he is that not good but that great of a coach communicator. And if he's, he was not working, he will sit someone down until they decide they would make it work together. All right, Pax, we got another one?
0: Final one for today. Uh, Rookie of the Year has already been decided. It's coming down between Wimby or Chet.
1: No, no. It's not coming down. With, it's coming down between Victor and
0: Victor Wimbayama and Wimby. Those three guys that are all the same people. Victor is the victor. Uh, so I tweeted something, BT. Um, I forget. I think it was Friday night in Orlando when I watched. It might have been Thursday night before when they beat the Phoenix Suns. Um, not once, but twice, but the second time they beat the Phoenix Suns. And Victor Wembanyama had, like, his first, like, holy bleep NBA game, right? Um, I think he had over 40 points, uh, unguardable. And it just occurred to me that, like, what happens when he has a full NBA offseason of, like, lifting weights and, like, and his skills get 5% better? Who is, like, the, the Spurs are winning now with him now he's 18 he's been eating nothing but baguettes for 16 years like he's going to get hey, in hey, hey, what's wrong with baguettes i eat those things when i go home yeah red wine hours. and cigarettes just pumping through As his dent.
1: i will tell you this i spoke with an assistant coach today who believes in three or four years that victor wimbayama will be the best player in the nba and there will be nothing you can do to stop him
0: three or four years Think about that. It seems a little conservative. I'm just going to say that. That seems a little conservative. I am all in, BT. So, BT, you're with the Clips. We'll be back in LA next week. I think we're going to – we'll be able to chop it up in person. But I want to thank everybody for watching. I want to thank everybody for subscribing, for emailing, for tweeting or xing, or Instagramming. BT, you got to get Instagram. Subscribe. Hit that like button. Comment. And we will be back next week with another episode of the Times Lakers show.